Count it all joy, my brothers, when you meet trials of various kinds. For you know that the testing of your faith produces steadfastness and let steadfastness have its full effect that you may be perfect and complete, lacking in nothing. If any of you lacks wisdom, let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach and it will be given him. But let him ask in faith with no doubting for one who doubts is like a wave of the sea that is driven and tossed by the wind. For that person must not suppose that he will receive anything from the Lord. He is a double-minded man, unstable in all his ways. Welcome everyone to Wednesday with the Word. I am Vernon Sheridan, the man with the unscripted voice, and I want to thank you for joining me on today. Wednesday with the Word family, you know, it goes without saying we are in the times that we are in and we are facing the difficulties and the challenges that we're facing. And as I've said before on previous uh, podcast messages, it's only going to get worse. So what do we do? Well, as believers, we continue our march in our belief in Jesus Christ because of the promises that he has made to us. He told us that we would face trial and tribulation. He told us that these days would, would, would come. He told us to remember that if the world or when the world hates us, that it hated him first. He told us these things. So let none of these things come at a surprise to you because these things are now beginning to happen. Because here's the thing, throughout every generation, it has happened. It has happened throughout every generation, it has happened. The hate, the, the murder, discrimination, uh, uh, gender identity. All of these things has happened before. The only difference that's happening from then to now is that it's on television. It's on video cameras. It's on recording systems. That's the only difference from then to now. And how did they deal with it then? And how are we dealing with it now are two different things handled in two different ways. Whereas back then, the relationships with, with God, the belief in God, the relationships with one another were stronger than they are today. How so? How so? Because we got the written word. We got the written word. We have the written word, meaning when times got tough, they did not break neck and run. They did not tuck tail and turn. They stood on the foundation of the word and they remembered the promises of Christ. Yes, they heard it from his voice, but we are hearing his voice through the writings of those who were with him through the eyewitness accounts that were with him. We are hearing that voice. We are hearing their voices. And in doing so, we are hearing the voice of Christ himself through the words of his disciples. We, we don't have to be afraid of the things that are happening in this world. Remember, Solomon said that nothing, there is nothing new under the sun. So everything is a repeat. 
I remember when fades made a popularity boom back in the 80s. My parents told me that they wore fades in the 60s. Like, wait a minute. How is that possible? This is the new this is the new style. They, no, it's not. It's not the new style. I remember bell bottoms was the style. And they went silent or they went dormant for a time period. Now bell bottoms are back. I remember how we used to, in the 80s in high school, used to take elastic and wrap it around the bottom of our, our jeans or, or our pants they went dormant for a while. Now they came back as joggers. So you see, there is nothing new under the sun Wednesday with the word family. Everything is done in repeat. The only thing that continues is the hate that's in this world. The hate that reproduces hate that reproduces hate that reproduces hate. There is only one answer to that which produces hate and that is love that is the love that conquers all by all for all because of one who sacrificed himself to all that is none other than our lord and savior jesus christ wednesday with the word james the brother of jesus tells us to count it all joy when we meet trials of various kinds why do we need to count it all joy? Because in Christ, we have now become new creations. And that new creation goes with God that goes against the world. And Christ has told us that those who are for him are against the world, but those who are for the world are against him. Who would you rather be an enemy of? Would you rather be an enemy of? of the world who can only harm the body or would you rather be an enemy of God who can not only harm the body but also put the soul in hell because when you become an enemy of God Wednesday with the word family listen closely I'm not trying to scare you but I'm just giving you the truth and the truth is scary which is excuse me which is why people want to hear the truth until they hear it then they can no longer hear it once they've heard it. The Bible tells us that not only can God put man into hell through the soul, he can also separate man from the body. But only man can put can can hurt the body. Only he can separate the body from the earth. I think that came out kind of quirky. Man can only can only kill. That's all man can do. All he can do is kill you. God can not only kill you, but he can also put your soul into hell. There are a lot of people that are going there now on their own accord because of what they have chosen. And what I've said, again, is not to scare you. It's to make you aware. 
Nothing I say on here is meant to scare you. It's meant to make you aware. It's meant to bring you the alertness that you need so that you can make a conscious, conscious decision to choose Christ. And that's what this, uh, uh, this opportunity right now is for. Just giving you that opportunity to choose Christ, not to scare you into choosing Christ. Because Christ didn't come to this world to scare us. He came to this world to give us an opportunity to know him and to love him and to be with him forever with him in his father's kingdom, a place that's been made for us. That's why he's coming. That's why he's coming back. I once sat at my desk and I wasn't wasn't talking to God. I wasn't even thinking about talking to God. But in my mind, I was telling myself, why does people seem not interested in receiving Christ? Even in this day and time, why are people still not willing to get to know Christ the way I know Christ? And in that instant of me not even talking to God, not even not even thinking about talking to God, the Holy Spirit rushed down upon me and I felt these words come across me. There was a time you didn't know me. And I sat back and I was like, I wasn't even thinking about that, Lord. I wasn't. Honestly, I wasn't. But the reason he's so long suffering the reason he seems uh, like, like he's taking his time, like, like uh, some of the world is living as if there is no God. The reason that is taking place is because even he's given those people time. Even he's given those people time because there was a time that none of us knew him. And he has waited for us, patiently waited for us. For us to get our act together and know him. Because only he will come if we invite him. But if we deny him, he will not come. But if we confess him before all man, he will confess us before his father. And if we deny him before all man, he will deny us before his father. I don't know about you Wednesday with the word family, but I would much rather be accepted by him. And acknowledge his father while I got the chance. While I have time. And while I have that time to acknowledge him before others, while I have that time to tell others about him, I'm going to have the. I'm going to take advantage of the time that I have and I'm going to seek him while it is still time to be able to seek him. Because the Bible says that there will be a time when we will look for him and he will not be found. Again, not to scare you in anything, not to try and bully you on on anything, but just to bring to your attention the awareness. That's all I'm doing. And that's all I want to do. There is hope in Christ, no matter who you are, no matter what you have done. There is hope in Christ. He can forgive every sin that you've committed. Any sin that you've done. You don't have to hide it because he's already seen it. He's already seen it. And he's willing to forgive you for it. 
what you may not know Wednesday, what the word is, I bring this message to a close, is that everything that we do outside of the will of God is covered by the blood of Christ. Everything that we do, you, you, you may not, you may not understand that. You probably may not even believe that. But when you think about Adam and Eve doing something out of the will of God and they lived. Revelations 12 and 8 tells us that Jesus, what John saw when he was in the uh, in the, uh, the heavenly realm. Saw Jesus as the lamb slain before the foundation of the world. The very act of disobedience that Adam committed, Adam, the man, the very disobedience that Adam committed was outside of the will of God. And yet, though he died, he had life or an extension of his life given to him. See, he didn't die immediately because of grace. We are still under grace Wednesday with the word family. We've had grace from the beginning and he's extending grace to us in the end. So therefore, that's why I say there is no sin that he cannot forgive you of. This isn't something that that is that is, oh, forgive me today and I'm going to do it again tomorrow. This is forgive me for I have sinned. And I've sinned a great sin. And when he forgives us, he doesn't expect us to go back to the sin that we committed. But he expects us to pick up our cross and follow him and deny ourselves that which made us who we once were before he saved us. I know I'm saying a lot. I'm going to get out of here Wednesday with the word family, but that is just it right there. Accept him. That's the word for today. Just accept him. And if you if you can't accept him, get to know him. Get to know him. There, there, you may have a friend that you are friends with, been friends with for years. Think back to when you didn't know that friend. And you got to know that friend. Treat Jesus the same way. You may not know him, but here's the opportunity to get to know him. Wednesday with the word family, I want to thank you so much for for the opportunity to just come and just express, just express. These are the things that are on my heart. These are the things that, that I'm feeling. These are the things that, that, that I believe need to be said because there are so many other uh, people and in, in, in positions of authority behind pulpits and and behind microphones that are saying so many other things. They're not saying salvation is in Christ. They're not saying Christ is the sacrifice for the sin that we committed. They're not saying those things. What they're saying is how to get rich and how to get rich right now. But I don't offer that to you. I don't have a silver and gold or a magic plan to get rich. What I've got is the plan of salvation that was given to me by my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, that I extend to you. So. With that being said, Wednesday with the word family, I hope that it is a great day. I hope that you have a blessed day in the Lord. Let this be the motivation, the 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 uh, the nutrient, the 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 energy, whatever, however you use it. Let it be for the motivation to serve the Lord. 
And in doing so, tell somebody about the goodness of the Lord. And if necessary, use words. I love you. Bye for now.